Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Intent Podcast, where we give you everything that you need to live intentionally, because we never do a damn thing without intent. I'm your host, Mia Larisse. Hey, peeps, what's up? So, this episode, um, I'm a little nervous about, because a little spicy this this topic and you know I've definitely gotten personal with y'all but I don't think I've ever gotten not I don't think I know I have not ever gotten this personal however I wanted to do a fun episode you know nothing serious just something a little fun a little light even though this topic isn't that light let me just go ahead and tell y'all what it is so okay today um I want to talk about sex yeah let's talk about sex baby hey yeah I don't know I don't know if it's because we just had the full moon and I don't know full moons always make me feel like a little, you know, it puts me in the mood a little bit. I don't know what it is, but I want to talk about sex and I want to talk about, you know, engaging in that activity intentionally. I think that sex is something that we can kind of gloss over or misuse and all of those things. Um, and I definitely want to explore that with you guys. And I want to give you guys some tips and some things that I've learned along the way about how to engage in sex intentionally, how to use sex for, you know, to get the things that you want for manifestation, all of those things, how to re- use, you know, refraining from sex for manifestation. Um, I think those are kind of tools that. Once you learn and you understand, you know, the power of sex and how to make it work towards your advantage um, and you start using it besides just for pleasure, you feel really empowered. You know, it's a a very empowering thing and you learn to respect sex a lot more. So I want to get into that. Um, Yeah, and it's going to require me to be a little bit personal. I will not give much detail because (laughs) um, I know that some people, you know, my close friends listen to this, so I'm not trying to put my business out there like that. But, you know, I will share things that I've learned. I'll share a little bit some of my experiences. And uh, I think this will be a, a really fun one, you know? Because if you're, you know, sex is powerful as hell. Sex is very powerful. Sex is also very mental. And you can really use it towards your advantage. You know, there's sex magic. There's manifestation with sex. There's, you know, celibacy. I'm sure sure you guys have, or maybe you haven't, but like I've heard of um, people being celibate for a certain amount of time to bring certain things into their lives. Um... Um, it, the, it's 1010 on the clock right now as I'm recording this. Uh, that's an angel number in case you guys don't know. And so, um, 
Yeah. And, you know, just to give a little bit of a personal note, I actually am and have been celibate now for about for three months. Yeah. For three months. And, you know, I'm planning on keeping it that way for a while because I'm trying to uh, bring a couple of things into my life. So it's, it's like a sacrifice. Like you sacrifice something that is very powerful, important to you to get something else. Right. But you know, you can use sex for so many different things. You can use it, you know, you can be having sex intentionally and, you know, as you're, we'll get, we'll get into it. I was about to give you guys the tips and everything but we'll really you know get into it we'll break it down um I think it'll be really fun I'm gonna have a lot of fun talking about this with you guys and like I said I'm not getting too personal I'm not putting my personal business out there I will give examples and um you know experiences a little bit but (laughs) we're gonna keep it you can't keep it pg-13 when you're talking about sex can you but I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try and keep it PG-13. Um, and just give you guys a an overall picture of how you can use sex to your advantage. And not just to your advantage, just to like, you know, be able to have an orgasm. But to your advantage to bring things into your life and to manifest. Yeah, so, you know, you're going to want to stick around. Again, happy you guys are here once again, still rocking with me. Um, Please definitely give me feedback. Follow the Intent Podcast on Instagram. You can slide in the DM. You can also, if you listen to the podcast on Anchor, you can send me uh, audio messages. Happy to hear from you guys. I (laughs) have a feeling that after this episode, I probably will. It's like, I'm kidding. (laughs) I know you guys aren't that shallow. You're not that shallow, right? I I trust y'all. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're going to get into it. This will be fun. I have some things, you know, for my ladies specifically because, you know, I got to cater to my ladies. Um, and I, I also have a couple of things for the fellas too. So, you know, we'll I'll talk to you guys, you know, specifically directly. And then also there'll be there'll be stuff that you'll be able to do by yourself, you know, and then also with your partner because sex is a very important thing, you know. It's it's important and it's a big part of our world. It's how we bring life here, you know. It's something to not play with. It's something to definitely be mindful of how you're using it. And so we want to be able to have that conversation. I don't think that sex is something that should be taboo or that you shouldn't be talking about. You know, you should be talking about sex. You should be having conversations about sex and, you know, what it means to you, how to make it work for you. Like we got to we got to unearth that. We have to bring those things to the surface and not allow ourselves to feel some type of way or be ashamed of our sexuality um, because it's not bad. It's actually quite amazing and it can really enhance your life. So we're going to get into it. I'll be back. 
All right. Hi, friends. Um, So let's get into the inspired segment. So for this inspired segment, I think that I'm going to talk about um, something that just happened to me, like literally like this weekend. (laughs) Um, And it's it's a really interesting story, but it's centering a lesson that I think the universe is trying to teach me. And um, I wanted to kind of pass it along and, you know, share it with you guys just in case anyone else is going through, well, not going through, because it, it seems like it was such a tailored experience that you probably aren't, but it's something to think about. Um, so let me just get right into it. So I have been wanting a dog for so long now. It's been about a year now. I've been, you know, actively trying to manifest the dog all of those things like really just want wanted to have you know something to take care of something to nurture um someone to bond with that's just gonna be you know there for you and I just love animals I think that dogs are super sweet super cute like it's just I've I'm I've grown to really um appreciate the bond that you can have with a dog So everyone knows that I want a dog all of you know like my family knows my friends knew um and so I live with my mother and we share an apartment right now. It's just the two of us. We've been, you know, I've been kind of living with her for in this place. We've been together for in this apartment for like two years, been in this apartment for two years. Yeah. But my mom and I have a very, very close bond. Um, I tend to forget how close we are. Like I. I don't know. I guess or not that I forget, but like I just don't think about it. But recently, you know, I've been having people tell me like outside, you know, like you guys are very 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 close and it's very prom- like very um what's the word? obvious to everyone, right? So anyway, okay, I wanted a dog. Um one of my really good friends told me that, you know, she has a cousin who's uh, trying to get rid of his dog because he was moving um and she you know asked if I was interested we exchanged numbers with the person who owns the dog and I went to see the dog he was adorable sweet just such a good connection you know like I just wanted to play with him such high energy um just such a sweetheart And, you know, it was myself and my mother. We both went to meet him and it was great. So, you know, I told the owner, like, all right, I would love to take him. We set a date of when I would take him, um, all of that. So the date comes that I would take him and it was actually um, not so long ago. It was like a day or so ago. That's how you know. And this was clearly a faded event, which sounds crazy, but... It was clear. It's clearly a faded event because everything that I'm about to tell you, it all happened. I kid you not within maybe like 12 hours, all of these things. And it's a lot that happened within 12 hours. So I'm going to try and condense it and get to the point. But like, that's how you know it's, or that's an, a signal to me that it's a faded event because yeah, it, Okay. Anyway, so I pick up the dog. Um go to pick him up. I take everything that the owner has with me. So, you know, there's nothing new or anything. 
Um, he cried a little bit as he was leaving his home, but he seemed to calm down and, you know, really warm up as we were driving to my place. So then we get to my place and, you know, me and him kind of put to, like, we very quickly bond. We very quickly come up with, like, a routine and he seems to be, you know, like, really assimilating to everything very easily. You know, I take him out, go for walks, we're inside, you know, I'm teaching him a little bit about, okay, like, can't be jumping on my bed, but if I'm on my bed and you come to the edge, you know, I'll play with you, I'll, you know, be there with you. It was just a very close bond or, like, very close connection that we created very, very fast, and I adored him he's just the cutest thing such a sweetie pie so just so energetic always wants to play like but also very protective um so my mother didn't come with me to get the dog my mother had been away for the week so she wasn't with me to get the dog um I was trying to crate train him because I knew that you know he's gonna be home while I'm at work and I'm not comfortable with him just roaming the whole house by himself it's too he it's too it would be too early so I wanted to kind of crate train him so that he would be used to being in his crate and all of that so um he's been at my house now for maybe like six hours at this point so I decide okay I'm gonna put you in your crate for a little bit of time now also Keep in mind, I may have issues like this is my first dog. So maybe the way that I went about this was wrong um, and definitely feel, excuse me, definitely feel free if, you know, I did something that provoked this, you know, outcome that I'm about to explain to you guys. I would love to hear like I would love to hear feedback from anybody who like has experience training dogs and all of those things. Maybe I like provoked this and now I'm looking too much into it, whatever have you. But yeah, if you are hearing anything wrong with like me deciding to like put him in the crate after he had been kind of out for a couple of hours or anything like that, and you have any tips, um, definitely let me know. You guys can just respond to the episode. Like I said, if you listen to it on Anchor, there's like audio, the audio responses that you can send um, or, you know, just like I said, Insta- go on the Instagram, the Intent Podcast, um, and just slide in the DM and let me know. Because I'm, I'm very open to hearing other people's perspectives on this because I really want to understand. Um, but, okay, so he goes into his crate after being here for about, like, six hours. And I put him, and I had put him in there a couple more times, actually, um, yeah, I had to put him in there a couple more times, but he didn't stay in there long. He was just in there maybe for like 15 minutes. And so this time I, I wanted, you know, he kind of stayed in there for like 30 minutes to uh, like 45 minutes. Okay, so now my mom comes home after being gone. The first thing she does is ring the doorbell. It's been so, my apartment is very, very quiet. There's not a lot going on. You know, I live on the top floor. Well, second floor, top floor. I live on the second floor and I have neighbors under me and they have a dog, but they're very quiet for the most part. Um, it's, it's just not noisy like that. And the apartment makes like little creaking sounds, but it's very quiet. So that doorbell was alarming for him. Like that's probably the most noise he's heard. He, he had heard being in my apartment for so long, like not, not for so long since he had been there. 
So she rings the doorbell to let me know that she's here because she's annoying and she's dramatic. She's a Leo. <laughs> and um, so I open the door, whatever. She comes up. She has all her suitcase. She comes in. She's trying to be friendly with him and he loses his shit. Loses his shit. Barking, growling, just lo- like, oh my God, just lost it. Yeah, lost it. He's in the crate. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, because he, he hadn't reacted like this ever since he's been here. So I'm like, what is, what is happening? So my mom is, you know, steady trying to say hello, steady trying to say hello, all of that. Then she goes into her room and um, whatever. She goes into her room. That's that. So I take him out the crate. I, you know, start to FaceTime his previous owner and we're talking to him and she's like giving me tips. She's like, you know, try and calm him down. He's shaking as I'm holding him. Like He was just really upset and like really like worked up about my mother. Every time she came out, he would go back to growling and all of that. Um, it was really crazy. So eventually, you know, I held him a little bit and I was talking to him. I let him calm down. And then we went, we actually went into my mother's room and I let him like sniff around a little bit. He, you know, at first he was like growling a little bit as he approached and then he calmed down. He sniffed around her room and then, you know, I sat on her bed and then I put, I like had him come up on the bed with me and he, you know, allowed her to pet him. He kind of was playing with her a little bit. Like, it seemed like he had calmed down. And I was very excited. I was like, all right, great. Because I'm like, you can't be in my house. Like, you can't be in our house and, like, have issues with my mom. She lives here, too. Like, we can't. That can't be. So that's fine. That happens. And then, you know, I come back out, come into my room. And then at some point, he sees that my mother is coming out she tries to come into the room and he goes right back into growling and barking and I was like you just sat here and like you were just letting her play with you like you were just letting her cuddle you not too long ago how did we get here how did this happen (laughs) you know so so we're baffled my mother and I are both like I don't understand what this means every time she would come near my door or like try to like approach where I am with him he would lose it lose it so whatever we get through the night um and he I put him in his crate to go to sleep and he didn't I could tell he just didn't like it um so at one point I took him out for a little bit like kind of in the middle of the night just to see what he would do And when I took him out, all he was doing was just like surveilling and like circling the room. And then he comes sit at the foot of my bed and I would like pet him a little bit. And then he goes over, so why survey, wow, the room again and then come back to the bed. Like just this like very routine thing. So the whole point was like I told myself because of the reaction of everything. And also I didn't want my mother to feel like she can't maneuver in her own apartment because now there's this new dog here and he's going to growl and bark at her every time he sees her. Like nobody has time for that. And as this was happening, it's on a weekend, but when it comes to like the weekday, you know, when we're both trying to get up and get ready for work, nobody's going to be dealing with him barking and growling like that early in the morning, you know, and trying to keep her from coming in the area that I am like, that's not, it's not going to work. So 
basically in the morning you know we wake up he does the she comes tries to come into the room and he does the very same thing but like times 10 because this time he like actually like lunges at her and like tries to like really move full force towards her and that really just like really scared me and I was like I don't know about this so I ended up um unfortunately I ended up giving him back to his owner because it just felt like I wasn't sure if it was going to get better I wasn't sure if he would be able to come around to my mother and he you know even with the owner was like he never has reacted that way before um usually he'll just bark a little bit and then calm down and let's you know the person play with him and that's the experience we had had with him when we first went to see him too so I ended up giving him back it was really sad he actually cried um when I gave him back after I left him and that was heartbreaking because we developed such a bond right away it was absolutely amazing you know so that was very hard but someone had suggested to me and this is the part that I wanted to talk about in the lesson is like they suggested to me that he was trying to he had picked up on the the close bond that my mother and I had and he was basically trying to assert dominance and kind of get in the middle of that and like challenge my mother essentially like you know like you don't have to protect her because I'm taking over now type of thing and I thought that was so interesting it was something that I had not even thought about and I was talking to my mom and she said something that really stuck with me and this is what you know I think is the inspiration she was saying you know you want things telling me she was like you want things you have such a strong desire for them she was like but you have to also think about and sometimes you don't think about how the things that you want and that you desire can and will affect and pose challenges to the relationships and things that you already have in place you know so it's like yes you you really really want a dog and that's fine and that's great but we didn't give much thought to how bringing a dog into our dynamic would challenge what we have going on and would change that and she was like telling me you know I think that it's a lesson for you to have a more holistic and like yeah a whole a more holistic view of okay you want these things how are you actually going to incorporate them into your life that will produce harmony and that so that everybody involved can be can be comfortable and can adjust in a way you know that'll continue to to move smoothly and that really you know penetrated my mind because I was already feeling like I'm already feeling like I'm learning this lesson overall about divine timing about just about timing in general and like when things are supposed to happen I am such a passionate person and I I do want you know I know what I want and once I would establish that I have no issue um asserting myself to go get it but I have a really hard time with not right now you know it's not even the no that bothers me it's the not right now that bothers me and I was feeling like you know the universe giving me that experience was showing me like okay you know we'll give you what you want but here's what happens when we give you what you want 
and it's not the right time for it or when you get what you want prematurely what that looks like so it was a lesson and when you think about it from that perspective it really goes to show you know what I'm trying to do here about living intentionally and it's not an easy thing and it's not something that I am that I have in any way mastered it's something that I'm really trying to to master and really putting effort into um understanding but that's what it all is about it's a it's about when you make an intention and you say okay I want this it's just all right I want this so how am I going to maneuver myself and the things around me to produce that in a way that is for my highest good and the highest good around of those around me you know like every time I write my manifestations out I always sign it and seal it at the end and that's what I say I'm asking of these things for the for my highest good and for the highest good of those around because everything has a ripple effect you know so I just want to encourage you guys to be inspired to think about how your desires can affect others and can affect you know your whole world overall not just you know when you get it or not just the fact that you want it but like what does that look like big picture what does that look like long term who is that going to directly or indirectly affect aside from you and just making sure that you are making decisions and movement in a way that is um, cognizant and respectful of all of those things so that's pretty much what I, I wanted to share with you guys like I said I'm more than certain that this was a faded event all of this happened like I said within like 12 hours <laughs> it wasn't even a whole day that this happened so you know and it it's a very interesting story and everybody kind of has their own take on what happened with him um you know that he I think he was being territorial I think that it was a lot of change for him all in one day. Um, I think that then the fact that he and I had such a good bond and we developed a bond very quickly, then he became very protective of me. It was very, it was just, you know, a very kind of layered situation. And it's so interesting because all in a short amount of time. And you know what? I realized that a lot of, a lot of my experience kind of happened that way where like, Things will just move super fast and so you feel like you've, I don't know, I've had a relationship where I felt like I had been with the person for like years and when it ended, I was mourning that relationship as if I had been with him for years and I hadn't. It was like the relationship was maybe like <laughs> three weeks maybe and that sounds crazy to say but so much happened in the time that we spent together that... <laughs> God, it's so crazy to think about. But I'm saying that to say that the, this actually happens to me a lot. I'll have a lot of intense, fast things happen to me in a short amount of time. And then I look back and I'm like, yo, like, how could all of that have happened like that? And like, why is this bothering me so much? Because it wasn't even such a long thing, you know, very interesting. But yeah, that's that's what it is. You know, be intentional about the things that you bring into your life and Make sure that your intentions are going to produce harmony for you and all of those around you as much as possible. I'll be right back. 
Okay, so let's get into the juicy stuff. <laughs> Alright, so this episode is about sex, um, how to engage in it intentionally. I think this will be really fun to talk about. Um, I think that sex is something that we have allowed to become taboo in this society. Um, and it's really harmful to think about it in that way. Um, sex is essentially all sex is. It's, it's just the, it's the, um, exchange of energies, pretty much. You are exchanging energies with someone else, right? And it's natural and it's supposed to happen. It's how we produce our, it's how we produce life in this world. It's not something that we need to be attaching negative feelings, thoughts, emotions, you know, perceptions to, you know, it's something that we all really need to become comfortable with, especially within ourselves, because we have to be careful about how we are teaching our children to look at sex and how we're teaching our children to process sex. If you are teaching your children that sex is something that can't be explored or talked about um, or that it's taboo, they're going to end up having that relationship with their own sexuality. And then that just snowballs into, you know, them, how they express themselves out there in the world. So I think that it's really important that we, you know, change the dialogue and the perception around sex. And I think the way that we can do that is by putting the intention behind it. You know, just thinking about the fact that when you're engaging in sex, you need to be mindful about it. And that's not to, you know, shame anyone or make it seem like, oh, you can't have sex just for the sake of pleasure or for the sake of, you know, just to be up under someone. But if you're mindful of your intentions behind it, then you'll be able to check yourself at the door and understand, okay, I feel like I want to have sex with this person. Why? Is it because of a reason that's going to benefit myself and them? Or is it because of a reason that's going to do a disservice to myself or them? You know, and once you have that conversation with yourself, then I think if everybody did that and thought about it, we'd be in a way better place overall. So that's what I want to talk about is let's, talk about the tools and the ways that you can do that to just engage sex intentionally and make it work for you make it something that is going to enrich your life and enrich your experience here we are here to experience and to have a fulfilling life you know like there's no reason to hold yourself back from the pleasures of life that's what it is. So some things that I came up with that you can use to engage in sex intentionally is like through manifestation, you can use sex to manifest things, you can use sex for magic, those things are kind of manifestation and magic are like kind of intertwined. And we'll go into detail about all that. Um, Celibacy, I, I mentioned this earlier, can be used as a manifestation tool and you know a way for you to engage with sex intentionally um you can use it to heal yourself you know sex can be a healing thing and the things some of the things attached to sex can allow you to heal yourself and then 
Also, you can use it as a way to connect with other people and also to manifest with your partner, you know? So we'll get into all of those. So I'll start off with uh, sex for manifestation. So if you go into sex with a, a goal, you know, and the goal not just being to release, not just being to have an orgasm, but to bring something else bigger into your life because sex is pent up energy it's like the highest you know like some of the highest forms of energy that you can produce and we know that saying you know where attention goes energy flows so it's a thing where you can use sex to manifest the things that you want I don't know if you guys have heard about this but part of that includes like if you are having and it's it like I said it's really attached to sex magic because that's what people kind of call it is like sex magic sorry the recording just kind of cut out so yeah I was saying that you know sex magic is it's sex for manifestation so what it really entails is okay you make the decision that you can do it solo or you can do it with someone else let's say you want I'll just say a house. Sounds far-fetched, I know. Just, come on, just roll with me here. Like, play along. You want a house. And let's say that you are single. But you really need to manifest a house. You've been doing everything, you know, else physically. You're saving up. You're getting your credit right. You're looking. You're in touch with a real estate agent. You know, so like in the like on the physical plane and you know materially you are doing everything that you can to prepare yourself for that you've been praying on it all of those things if you just want to amp up putting that intention into the world and calling that to you um you can use sex magic to do it and how you would do that is you would basically masturbate and as you're masturbating think about that house that you want think about being in your home think about what it looks like on the outside what it looks like on the inside think about how you're gonna feel when you have this house and allow it to turn you on like allow it to like bring out a very sexual feeling in you and yeah let it turn you on and masturbate the way you do but just make sure that when you get to the point where you are about to or where you are orgasming or orgasming orgasm (laughs) when you get to the point where you're having the orgasm geez (laughs) you must think about that house so you have to picture that house in your head you have to you can even like in your head if you want to say it out loud or in your head just say um I love my new home or something like that the house is mine whatever it is you know you think about those things so that's how you do it by yourself that's part of it um that orgasm is very powerful because it and they also say like you can do it um even from like with like working out because you're asserting so much energy that's that's key that's a key to being a good manifester and bringing things into your life it's having that passion behind it it's you know having that passion allowing yourself to get excited about the idea of what you want coming to you you know like you just allow yourself to really really get into it and 
when you do that and then you allow yourself to feel you allow yourself to feel like it's already yours and that's what brings it to you because you have to become something before you have it in order to get love you have to be love in order to get wealth and abundance you have to feel like you know you're wealthy and abundant you know so again you want a house then you can you know allow yourself to give yourself pleasure and think about that home and the pleasure that that home will give you so you can do it solo or you can do it with someone else say you are in a long-term relationship you know you and your man or your lady have been together for a while you guys want to you know build a home or you're married whatever you need to get a home together that's one of your biggest goals all right that night when you get it in you guys you know hold each other look into each other's eyes maybe you know decide to have sex like face to face so you guys can really look at each other and build off of each other's energy and make sure that you know throughout the the actual act you want to be thinking about these things too right but just make sure that y'all are both on the same page and y'all both know that when it comes down try and climax together if you can if you can it's okay but whoever climaxes whenever you do you need to be thinking about that home you need to be thinking about that house that needs to be in your mind so that that energy is going towards that and you're going to call it to you um i would not suggest doing this if you're having sex with someone and they don't know that's what you're doing don't do that (laughs) don't don't do that okay everybody needs to be aligned with this we all like you all need to be on the same page because the whole thing is you know you want all of that you want all of the the energy that you can get and um that person you don't know what they're thinking about you don't know what their intentions are so uh, you're just kind of mixing those energies and you don't want to do that everything needs to be aligned to get you to where you want to go so if you're with someone you're with a partner and you know you want to do this talk to your partner about it and you know you guys just kind of make it happen together see if you're open to that um another way you can engage in sex magic is if you do sigils which i do a lot um and that's basically when you write out a affirmation or you write out yeah you write out an affirmation so like um i will own or i own a home that would be your affirmation right so then you write that out on a piece of paper i always do mine in red because it'll make it come faster so you know red is like again the color of passion attraction all of that so um you write it out and then you end up crossing out all of the vowels and the letters that remain you can't have any repeating letters either so can't have two of the same letter and then the letters that remain you just like make a pattern out of those letters and once you do that you have that pattern um and i usually cut it out you can um make the pattern enclosed in something so like if it's for love you can enclose it in a heart you can draw a heart around the pattern or um you know a circle if you're trying to bind something trying to you know make it be fixed and stay like you can do that as well um and then you cut it out and with the sigil when you do those things you have to like charge it or yeah you have to charge it and there's multiple ways that you can do that um you can anything that requires you to assert energy so some people just work out 
and like make themselves sweat and then take that sweat and you know you just rub the sigil on you you put the sweat on the sigil or you can use sex magic for that so if you uh say you just do what i just did with the manifestation you want to do a double thing you do the sigil um beforehand and then whatever this is gonna sound a little gross <laughs> but it is hey it is what it is there's nothing gross it's you know it's sex and it's all normal go with it so you would take um your so after you have your orgasm for men if you you know once you ejaculate you just take a little bit of that and you rub it on the sigil to activate it for my ladies um <laughs> my ladies when you're done if you're a little wet down there you rub it on the sigil to activate it and then you know you you do whatever you're going to do with the sigil with it whether that means you're going to like you know take it to a body of water and let it wash away um and let don't ever flush it down the toilet because you're literally flushing your intention like down the toilet don't do that take it to a body of water um you can do that you can uh, burn it you can and then if you burn it with the ashes again you may want to take that to a body of water you can bury it I've buried a sigil before and that actually it manifested really fast when I did it that way um by burying it somewhere you can do that and so that'll you just use all of the different elements as a way to um give it to give it back to the universe So you would either use water or fire or earth, air, you can take it outside and just let it blow in the wind. Like, you know, on a windy day, you know, just take it outside, say a little prayer and then let it go. If it's wind, it needs to be like windy outside. So it'll go, you know, blow away wherever it is. Um, That one, I feel like is a little more like you don't have as much control with that. So I don't know if that would be helpful, but um yeah so you can use sex as a way to bring in the things that you want into your life and you know use it within within magic there's other things I think those are the two things that I would like to give to you guys that I think are easy and tangible and you can start doing them um right away you know just kind of uh charging your sigils with you know your 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 bodily fluids from sex and as your orgasm as you're having an orgasm think about the things that you want to bring into your life and you can do that by yourself or you can do it with a partner um I've done it on multiple I've done both on multiple occasions and it really is yeah it, it does help I've seen I've seen results so that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> that is all I'm going to say about that. But it, it definitely does produce results for you. Um, also, you can just kind of use sexuality as like a way to kind of like manifest a little bit too. So like I'm thinking of a particular story. I remember one time um, I was telling this guy that I was like talking to him I was telling him about something that I oh 
sorry i also just thought about something else that could be used as sex magic so you guys this will probably gear towards my more towards my ladies guys you can do it too um you could anybody can do it so here's a way to do it um if you do candle magic like if you ever work with candles and everything you can you can use candles to manifest sex in a way so some like certain scents which we already know um certain scents actually produce that so if you want to kind of manifest sex with someone or make someone kind of uh become really attracted to you or want to have sex with you uh one way you can do that is if you're ever around them you can like if they ever come over to your home i like to use cinnamon that's my go-to um you can use light a, a cinnamon candle around them and just the smell of it just produces this very sexy like vibe and you know it, it it brings things in really really fast cinnamon is like one of my favorite scents and one of my favorite herbs ever i use it for a lot of different things but that is something i've had experience too with with a cinnamon candle i remember one time somebody came over to visit me and i had a cinnamon candle burning and this was i promise you it was not intentional i promise you it was not intentional but the thing was um they came and they were just like you know we were talking and they were like, like telling me like I'm just like in such a, a different mood now being in here and you know then it just got really really passionate from there and I'm really blaming it on that candle <laughs> I'm absolutely blaming it on that candle but you can use um yeah you can use candles and all of those things and there's different like rituals and magic that you can do to call in a lover um you can do it through meditation as well but i think that for if you want to actually use the act of sex to manifest things i think the most powerful uh options for that are thinking about what you want as you orgasm and then also if you do sigil and also you can mix your sigils with like candle magic like you can do more than one thing I do that all the time too you can burn a candle if you get a candle get a cinnamon candle or a red candle and then do your sigil and you can like sit the sigil after it's been charged like sit it near your candle or if you want you can even etch the the pattern of the sigil in the candle and light the candle all of that good stuff um so get creative with it have fun um really just be intentional about this energy that you are exerting and that you're letting go of put it out there into the universe to bring you back what you want you know sex is powerful as hell so use it to your advantage 100 percent, 100 percent. um and then so moving on to like celibacy and choosing to well before i go there i'll actually also mention something else um you can also look into kundalini awakening that's a form of using sex intentionally um that's something that I am still learning a lot about. So I don't feel comfortable advising of anything when it comes to this. 
it's just something that I wanted to mention that is, you know, attached to it. And I know that, you know, people who have opened their kundalini, they talk about having more intense orgasms and it's a really interesting, intense experience. So if it's something that you would like to look into or it sounds interesting, I would say uh, definitely look into it, research, do your thing, see if it's something that you could do. Um, Yeah, see if it's something that you would be interested in or something that would align with you. That's another way that you can use sex intentionally as well. Um, And then I won't, I think I'll leave like celibacy and healing towards the end. Let's talk about what you guys can do um, as a couple, right? So we just talked about manifesting together manifesting the things that you want together as a couple and you don't have to be with the person in order to do it in that way like you know maybe you guys are just friends with benefits and you guys enjoy each other and you know you want to help them out that would be so I would like oh gosh I really wish people were open to having like partnerships like this and you know talking about this because like what if somebody you was fucking with like came to you and they were like listen like I really need this job you know we talk about these things all the time like really need this job you guys are already comfortable already having a sexual relationship and they're like yo can we just let's go manifest this you know we already having sex anyway like can't we just work together can you help me like that would be such a cool I really want us to as a society like I want us to get to a place where we're okay with doing something like that like that is so dope we have so much power let's really really use it you know what I mean so come on guys you know look into it and see if maybe you can get your your friends with benefits to help you guys manifest the stuff that you want why not but if you're in a partnership and you are committed to somebody um Using sex magic is a a great thing. I mean, look, or using sex intentionally is a good thing. I mean, there's already a part of partnerships where you're intentionally having sex and when that that's when you're trying to produce a life, when you're trying to have a baby, right? Um, so maybe if you guys aren't at that point, that's fine. But this could be some prep, you know, like I said, you guys both want a house. So you can see if you guys can align on the same you know, on the same, in the same wavelength sexually to bring those things into your life. Um, One way that's kind of common and really obvious that you can do it where you can manifest things and really connect deeply with someone. Let's just say, you know, it's not so much that you want to bring other things into your life. It's just that you want to foster a very deep connection with someone through sex. Tantric sex is an amazing option you know that's something that is a great option for people who are already comfortable with each other already committed to each other and really just want to take their sex to that next level and make it spiritual look into tantric um you learn to become very close with the person and how to exchange energies and get yourself like how to have not having kind of have an orgasm without actually like physically having to have an orgasm you know you guys are gonna there's a lot of like breathing involved and breathing instinctly and a lot of looking into each other's eyes and holding each other and just really connecting very deep it's very intense um I would try to I would say that's I mean y'all could do what you want for me personally, 
I wouldn't do it with the friends with benefits. It's a very intimate thing. So it's one of those things where it's like, it's more something that you would want to do with your man, like the person that you actually love, because it's going to allow you to connect um, very deeply with the person. And you get to know yourself in the midst of all that, you know? So tantric is something to look into. I've never had tantric sex. It's something that I would like to at some point in my life, but I know the person that I engage in that with, like, that's going to be, they're going to be a very important person to me. Like, whoever I, I, you know, venture out into that with, they're going to be very, very important to me. So that's the probably the most obvious option when it comes to having sex intentionally, but with someone else is tantric. Um, look into it. It's you know pretty fun I I'm sure and I've watched a lot of videos not like porn but like like actual like instructional videos about it and um it's really dope it's dope to watch so try it out that's something for my my couples so as far as using sex intentionally for healing What I wanted to just mention about that is, and this can in some ways tie to celibacy as well. So sex, sometimes you have some trauma around sex and it doesn't have to be because anyone violated you. It could really just be around the things that you were taught about sex and about your sexuality growing up and you will want to reverse those things and change the narrative within your mind in order for you to have a very fulfilling sex life and to get yourself to that next level sexually um so something so I I just wanted to put it out there, I guess, is, you know, really allowing yourself to not feel any shame behind your sexuality, any shame behind the ways you like to engage in sex. Some of the best ways to heal yourself there is to explore, just explore with as much as you can, you know, Obviously, know yourself, right? Know yourself. There's some things that you just are not going to ever go for. They're just not going to ever align with you. And that is cool. But if there's something that you're interested in, that you want to learn, go for it full force and do whatever you need to do to, you know, allow yourself to have that. Allow yourself to engage with sex and have a good relationship with sex um also make sure that the partners that you're engaging with um are aligned with the type of person that you would want to be tied to or you know the type of person that you would want to be tied to because here's the thing when you have sex with someone you are creating what they call a gosh what's it called shoot 
I forget what it's called. But basically, you guys connect and you create like a tie to each other. There's a tie that you'll always have to this person once you have sex with them because you're engaged, you're exchanging energy. It's literally an exchange of energy. So all that they are, you take that into you, especially women, especially women. And for my men, all that that woman is holding within her, you're one, you're giving her everything that, you know, you have as well, but you're also taking her essence too. So you want to make sure that the person that you're doing this with is aligning with you, your higher self and what you, you want for yourself, you know? And that's just what engaging in sex intentionally is about. It's really about being mindful about the energy that you're giving and the energy that you're receiving from others. You really need to think long-term about that. So another part of um, healing is, God, what is it called? It's called cord breaking. I'm just going to say that. it's That's not the name of it. And it'll come to me later on. But um, one thing that I actually ended up doing be, that I have done before, and it, it really is helpful, is to make sure that after you have engaged with the partner and you guys are no longer dealing with each other you may want to cut your etheric cord that's what it's called it's called an etheric cord etheric etheric cord jeez i can't pronounce anything today (laughs) etheric your etheric cord there's an etheric cord that is um produced once you have sex with someone so if you are in a place where you feel like you need to heal and you really need to break free from this person you really need to like allow yourself to let them go or maybe you have emotionally let them go and mentally let them go but you still feel very attached to them like if they're not around you you know you're fine but then you see something from them or you hear from them or something and then you're right back into this hole of like being obsessed with them and trying to figure out what they're doing where they are or whatever or you go back into this emotional uh state with them you might want to look into doing a meditation so that you can uh, break that cord between you guys because that's probably part of it. Um, So that can be something that you do for healing when it comes to just kind of like hitting the reset button on, you know, your energy, your sexual energy. You can break that cord. And it's a meditation. You can find a meditation easily on, on like YouTube. And they'll just walk you through everything. Um, It's really easy. I've done it before. It does really, really help. Um, And it just kind of resets everything and breaks that cord between you two so that you don't feel like you're tied to this person anymore. And it's also, it's a crazy feeling when it's like you can't, like you just don't know why you still feel so tied to them when you guys aren't even engaging like that anymore you know you're like what like why are you still impacting me and that's usually why so that's one thing um I really want to encourage my guy like I want to encourage the fellas to do that I feel like girls might do that or might be more open to doing that I want the fellas to really be open to doing that as well um clear the energy you know, clear, like really, really clear, clear energy before you start engaging 
in sexual energy with other people if you can because not if you can you can um I would say if you're open to it because I really think that it'll help you have strong healthy sexual relationships with others and you won't be walking around with energy and trauma and hurt and pain or ideas perceptions all attached to someone that you aren't even dealing with anymore in the like in the physical you know um another way to kind of heal yourself sexually is by for my ladies you guys can use um you can use yoni steams as well that helps you to get rid of all of the energies you know that you have picked up and taken from all of your sexual partners um the first time I ever did a yoni steam I actually did this uh like I did something beforehand that it really really helped me so I just wrote on a piece of paper every single person that I've had sex with and I wrote I said thank you to them for one thing that they did that really helped and enriched my life and then I released something that my interaction with them had taught me so for example like I might say okay say that one of the people's name was like Tom all right so I would write Tom's name and then I would say thank you Tom for teaching me how to have fun um associated with sex thank you for allowing me to let my hair down and really explore sexually in a way that was fulfilling and then I would say I am releasing my uh my need to please during sex because that you know that may have been something that my sexual relationship with Tom taught me or that might have been a struggle that my sexual relationship with Tom taught me so you would just do that for every single person and then once you write that um out then you could do your yoni steam and maybe like read and read it and meditate on what you released and what you're releasing from each person and what those overall themes are amongst everyone um you can do that while you steam that's one thing you guys can do also for my ladies i would look into uh yoni eggs for healing and you know, also just to kind of get to know yourself a little bit, you know, sexually empower yourself sexually. Yoni eggs are really dope. Um, they help you strengthen your Kegel muscles so that you'll feel really confident when it comes to sex. Um, knowing that you got that, you know, got that thing, it'd be, it just clamps, you know, just grabs on it, right? <laughs> just grabs it up. Like, it'll help you with that. It'll help you feel really um, confident with that and it's something fun to do so engage in that if you're interested and then lastly but not least we can talk about celibacy so you know we've mentioned how sexual energy is very powerful and you can use it to call things in but also keep in mind that when you are having sex with someone when you are having an orgasm you really are releasing a part, like you're releasing energy and you're releasing a part of yourself. So by holding that back, it's kind of like, I look at celibacy as like a kind of a sacrifice for something bigger. You know, it's like, okay, I want something bigger than me or something that I've never had before. So 
a lot of times in order to get something new, you have to clear out and make room for that thing. And that usually means that you have to be disciplined and maybe let go of something that you, you know, have. Let go of something that you have and that you engage with a lot, you know. When you engage in celibacy, you really get to know yourself a lot better. And you can be a little bit clearer in your relationships with others. You can really see someone for who they are because you're not clouded by their sexual magnetism, you know. And you're not, like, for example... You know, I have been celibate and the reason why I just decided to kind of take that route for a little bit is because I knew and I know that my next partnership, I want it to be a very important and impactful relationship. I just have a feeling that the next person that I am in a relationship with is going to be someone who's around for the long haul. So... With that being said, I want to make sure that I'm ready for that person and I want to make sure that I can tell, I can distinguish that person very clearly. And sometimes sex can get in the way. If there's a lot of passion and a lot of sexual attraction and sexual magnetism, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I have experienced in the past where you are just so sexually attracted to someone that you just miss out on all the signs and that's all you can think about is that sexual connection that you guys have and so my intention on being celibate is you know I'm still gonna date and I'm still gonna have my fun but as we as I get to know um my next partner I'll be able to say like I actually know this person and I I wasn't there wasn't a chance that I was clouded in my judgment because they were slinging dick like you know like I don't want <laughs> I don't want that to ever be the case because like I said I have a feeling that the next person that I'm in a relationship with is going to be a very important partner for me um so I'm giving up sex in order to make sure that that partnership that I bring in is just that you know And the next person that I'm with, they're going to be okay with that, you know? Um, And I don't really have a timeline on it either. It's more so I'm just going to be celibate until I feel that connection, until I look at that person and I'm like, all right, yeah, no, I know it's you. Like, I know it's you. I know that you, that it's right for me to be with you right now and once I get to that point then I'll I'll open up the door to engaging in sex with them um but yeah that's something that you can do also for my fellas like when you guys ejaculate you are giving off life force you are giving your life force to a woman and that's amazing and beautiful because you know, if we want it to, that produces life. That's that's how life starts, right? Um, so it's powerful for a man to be celibate because you get to keep that life force within you and it allows you to really tap into who you are and think clearer. You'll have a, you'll be able to clear, think clearer, clearly, 
I mean, please, can I talk today? Like, please, someone help. <laughs> what is going on? It'll allow you to think more clearly and to have a clear mind um, in your in your your everyday, you know, in doing what you do, essentially. I have, you know, I know a guy who actually did that. Um, and he's someone who loves sex. Like, he loves sex. And he decided, you know, for a little bit that he was going to just be celibate and not. And I feel like it, it really did help him get to know himself a little bit more. And he started to be a lot more critical about his sexual patterns and um, the way that he was engaging with sex. And then it also just enriches the can enrich your relationships a lot more um, as well. And then when you do... Now, if you decide to be celibate, I would. I mean, if I was doing that and I was a guy. And so when you do have that orgasm, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely freaking amazing. And then if you pair that with, you know, sex manifestation where you are thinking about something that you really, really want and you have that orgasm, shit, man, please. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. Such an amazing experience, right? So that's something to think about um, for my fellas. Keep your life force within you for a while so that when you give it, whoever you give it to next, you know, let it be someone that you truly care about, someone that you really trust, someone who has the same intentions as you. You know, and it doesn't, I'm not saying all these things to say that you can't have sex for pleasure. You know, I, I really want to make sure that I'm clear about that. That's not what I'm saying. If you're in a place where you really just want, you know, to enjoy sex and to enjoy pleasure and you don't want anything else to come from it, that's fine. Just make sure that the person that you are doing that with also wants that, you know, because that's how you create trauma. That's how you create pain that's how you create these um etheric cords that are going to be super intense and hard to not hard to break they're not hard to break but you'll create an etheric cord with someone and they don't even want the same things as you you know what I mean like you just you are just looking for sex you're just looking to enjoy your body and someone else's body but this woman is looking for somebody to be her man and someone to actually be there with her all the time and, and, you know, to build with. And if those energies aren't aligning, you're just, you're really just creating bad karma for yourself. And you just wasted, like, not only don't just think about it from the damage that you're doing to the other person, but you just wasted your life force on someone who doesn't want the same things as you. So now you're creating a situation that's bigger than what you actually want it you know what I mean like you got to think about it that way that's what really being intentional about sex is it's really about what do you want why are you engaging in it and then if it involves other people which you know a lot of times sex does then you need to make sure that everybody is on board so that it can work in your favor and only produce positive things for everyone harmony for everyone that's the whole intention use it as a way to enhance your life so that's everything that I have about you know engaging in sex intentionally um 
I hope it was helpful for you guys. I'm glad I, I didn't go too much into detail and tell too much. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Um, but yeah, if you guys, you know, have any questions, again, feel free to interact with me. But I really hope that it helped and I hope that it makes you think a little bit more about, you know, your intentions behind sex and how you can use it to to help you along your way. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm I'm back. I just had um one other tip that I just thought about that I wanted to share with you guys. Uh that it's not so much sex magic. It's kind of more along the lines of like using sex for manifestation and also just like intentionally having sex. So um you can use crystals as well to enhance your sexual experience. Um you can put certain crystals under your pillow. I have had experience with rose quartz in particular, and it can enhance, you know, your sexual experience. So if you know you're about to get it in um, and that person's coming to you or if you guys live together, whatever have you, you know, put um, a crystal under the pillow or like even just like underneath the sheets. And that that'll really amplify the sexual energy. And then you would just choose a crystal just kind of based on um, what it like, what the relationship is. So like, you can use a rose quartz, Um, rose quartz can kind of work regardless. But like, I know it really does help for like people who are in love and, you know, committed to each other. That's a a beautiful stone to use. You can use a quartz period, you can use um, like, for, I mean, clear quartz, not quartz, period. Clear quartz. Um, you can use tiger's eye. You can use red. Oh, God. Red jasper. Yes. 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 Speak to that root chakra. Kundalini energy. Call it in. <laughs> um, you can use red jasper. You can use citrine. That would be a really beautiful stone to use. But yeah, um, incorporate crystals. Just kind of put them in the bed with you guys to amp up the energy a little bit. Um, And also put them around the bed too. Uh, They can help the fawn sway. And yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Okay, so I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I hope it just reminded you to make sure that you're not just leading with your body, um, that you're also being mindful about your sexual relations and sexual escapades. Um, But let's get into some affirmations that can remind you to use sex intentionally and affirm a healthy sex life for yourself. I use sex intentionally to enhance pleasure in my life. I use sex intentionally to enhance pleasure in my life. The people I exchange energy sexually with are aligned with my values and intentions. The people I exchange energy sexually with are aligned with my values and intentions. I have a healthy sexual relationship with myself and all my partners. I have a healthy sexual relationship with myself and all my partners. Sex is fun and fulfilling for all involved. Sex is fun and fulfilling for all involved. Thanks, guys. Peace.